Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 533 and Foreigner. We're back, Steve and Dave in Rock 102. Well, slight correction. Steve on vacation. It's you and me, Bax. Only four more days. Yes, that's right. Um, wow. <laughs> you're, you're looking at it that way, huh? Okay. <laughs> well, I look at every week that way. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I look at every... When Monday comes around, I'm already looking on Friday, and Friday's a payday, yes. and that's what I'm looking for. Don't take it personally, Dave. It ain't all about you. <laughs> this is now about me. It is and national... I'm think, and I'm thinking about Friday payday. All right. It is National Hanging Out Day today. Hanging out. I don't know if that's hanging out or hanging out. You know what I mean? As if like something is hanging yes. out of you. Yes. We're out of something. Yes. We can discuss. Yeah, we can talk about <laughs> talk about hanging out and uh, take your calls. Your best hanging out story. <laughs> or your best stories about stuff hanging out. There's that and a bunch of other stuff this morning, too. It's 534. We're back, Steve and Dave and Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 553. And the cars with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. And probably cars dealing with rain, windshield wipers on this morning, rain ending mid-morning highs only of about 48 or 50 for today, mid-50s for tomorrow. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. And here we go with your Hollywood Trash. The Hold, hold on a second. Right. Hold on. Okay. And now... Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. With yours truly, Dave Coombs, filling in for Steve Nagel, who's on vacation in Hilton Head, South Carolina. I'm pretty sure that by Thursday, I might get the hang of how to start this thing off. Who cares? Well, I care. It's, It's a quality control issue for me. All right. Well, don't punish yourself. Don't beat yourself up too much. I'll get over it. So from Tinseltown to Ludlow, which is the Hollywood of Western Mass. I've always thought so. The Wedding Singer being produced locally by Exit 7 Players in Ludlow. A show meant to be enjoyed, to make the audience laugh, and to get people out to enjoy live theater again, according to a report locally. Well, thank goodness for that. That's according to Adam Momborg, the director of Exit 7 Players. Says it's going to be a chance for people to put the real world on hold for just a little while and have some fun. The local production of The Wedding Singer will run April 22nd through May 8th at Exit 7 Theater right there on Chestnut Street in Ludlow. Tickets are available. Hey, Steven Tyler of Aerosmith spotted over the weekend out and about at the Barking Crab Ever been there? I've never been to the Barking Crab. Located in Boston. I've never even had crabs. I mean, I've eaten them, but I've never had them. We're going to get to crabs later on, by the way. Oh, good. In a different type of way. But not during the Hollywood Trash Report. The Barking Crab located in Boston, the site of uh, Steven Tyler, taking some time to pose for some photos with patrons and staff. He seems like the kind of guy who always kind of does that. I, 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 think, I like Steven Tyler. I think whenever there's a camera around, <laughs> he's always happy to, to mug the... Mug the lenses. Oh, don't be so cynical. You think that's what it's all about? I think he's no. a friendly, outgoing guy. Oh, I'm sure he is. When, I'm sure he is. When the cameras he, are on. But when the cameras are on, right. that's when he uh, ramps up his his A-game. I gotcha. Not there's anything wrong with that. Just saying is all. Hey, yesterday, Marvel Studios releasing the first teaser and poster for Thor Love and Thunder. 
Their new movie coming out starring Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Chris Pratt, and others. The movie will land in theaters July 8th. How voluminous is the Marvel comic universe? I mean, when are they going to run out of ideas here? Or are they just creating ideas that have nothing to do with the actual comic books well, at when this you, point? When you run out of ideas, what you do is you do it all over again. It's kind of like if you're, if you're, uh, if you're counting something mm-hmm. and then someone interrupts you and you forgot your place. You start from the beginning and work your way back, back up. Like uh, Al Pacino says in Scent of a Woman, uh, no mistakes in the tango. If you uh, get tangled up, you just tango on. See? That's mm-hmm. exactly what I'm talking about. Right. You just, there's got to be something else to make money off of, and you wait. All right. According to Deadline, more movie news here. Jason Momoa in early talks to star in a Warner Brothers production of Minecraft. Yep, they're taking video games and turning them into movies, or continuing to do that, I should say. But this, I mean, but it's... <laughs> There's like no characters in Minecraft. Hey, they're going to create them. And Jason Momoa is just the guy to pull that off. Good Lord. The director of this movie, Jared Hess, who directed the iconic Napoleon Dynamite. All right, so at least there's a chance this will be good. <laughs> Maybe. Not a big chance, but a chance. Britney Spears, the pop star who pulled over by police for speeding last month, according to The Blast... The pregnant toxic singer was given a ticket for unsafe unsafe speed for prevailing conditions. Not just unsafe speed, but unsafe speed for prevailing conditions. So it was raining or something? Doesn't say. She was stopped by the California Highway Patrol. The chips pulling her over March 10th, scheduled to appear in court May the 3rd. Who pulled her over? Eric Estrada or the other guy? Larry Wilcox. I think it would have been John, not Ponch. Well, that would be Larry Wilcox. Right. I think, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Didn't they do a remake of that as well? Sadly, they did. Who was in that one? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to find this hard to imagine. I didn't see it. Nor so I couldn't. I. I have no recollection of who who unfortunately started that mess. You know, Eric Estrada used to wear the umbilical cord remains from his child in a necklace around his body. Classy. Yeah. Hey, Charlie Sheen and... Brooke Miller, speaking of class, settled their child support case this week for their twin 13-year-old sons, Bob and Max. Sheen's lawyer saying, quote, Mr. Sheen and Ms. Muller recognized together the great benefit to their children in peacefully, privately coming to terms focused on the family's overall best interests. Isn't that sweet? That's nice. It's nice when a family can get torn apart by money. Yeah, but then... Bring it back together again for the better interests of the children. That doesn't mean there's not hostility and bitterness, though. Yeah, but I think Charlie Sheen has mellowed out finally, don't you? No. Well, <laughs> it's well, just a matter of time. Well, he hasn't surfaced for a long time. He's too busy uh, letting that tiger blood course through his veins. And by not writing checks. Tiger blood and something DNA. I forget what that was. I remember. remember the tiger blood. Hey, it's... 5.59, we're running out of time, even though we're not running out of theme music here for Hollywood Trash. Yeah, you got time. I'm going to put it into it right now. Fair enough. We've got the 102-second sports coming up next with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. 
KNF Construction is the masonry contractor that gives you rock-solid work, specializing in foundations, retaining walls, hardscapes, and all your masonry and concrete needs. Fully licensed and insured, call KNF for a free quote today, 531-7830. W- the following takes place between 6 a.m., and 7 a.m. It is 6.02 on Rock 102. The weather today, highs near 50 or so, with rain ending mid-morning, depending on where you are. Tomorrow, mid-50s for the highs, and the weather is brought to you by Serve You Locksmiths. They've got a key for that. St. James Avenue, Springfield, or serveyoulocksmiths.com. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. <laughs> Starting with the Boston Marathon, Perez Jepchirchir. The winner of the women's marathon yesterday, and it was a Kenyan clean sweep. I know, hard to believe. Fellow Kenyan Evans Chibet taking the men's title. In baseball on Patriots Day, the early game, the Twins over the Red Sox 8-3. to The Sox hosting Toronto tonight at Fenway. Elsewhere in softball, Wachusett beat Hampshire 7-2. to Hampshire's Hannah Wodecki was 4-4 four for four at the plate and achieved the 100-hit milestone in her career. Congrats. Hockey, the Bruins at St. Louis tonight against the Blues at 8. You can hear that one on our sister station, Laser 98.5. As for the Blues affiliate team, the Springfield Thunderbirds, away on the road this week, home against Wilkes-Barre Scranton this Saturday night. In football, veteran cornerback Malcolm Butler returning to the New England Patriots for round two. Butler saying Pat's coach Bill Belichick reached out to him about a potential reunion in that suite. And in USFL news, Pittsburgh Maulers running back Deveon Smith was fired for being disrespectful because a staffer was serving the team chicken salad and he wanted pizza instead. Smith violating the team's code of conduct set by Coach Kirby Wilson. Smith, by the way, didn't even play in Pittsburgh's 17-3 loss to the Tampa Bay Bandits over the weekend, so maybe he was expendable anyway. That's it for your 102-second sports. NBA playoff action and Marcus Smart with a major award. Bax has details next in his view from the couch on Rock 102. Is your old bathtub looking a little cattywampus? Yeah. See dealer for details. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, here's something pretty cool. While the Boston Celtics are getting ready to spank the Brooklyn Nets in Game 2 tomorrow night in their Eastern Conference playoff series, the league announced that Marcus Smart was the named the NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Pretty sweet, right? Whoa, yeah! Settle down, Dave. Okay. Sure it is. The dude is a one-man defensive wrecking crew, beating forward Michael Bridges of the Phoenix Suns by as many as 55 votes. That's outstanding. And we're all pretty excited to have you here playing for the Celtics rather than against us. But here's the really interesting part about this Marcus Smart business. Marcus is a guard, and there has not been another guard to have been named the NBA Defensive Player in the Year in 26 years. That's right. 26 years. The last time a guard was the Defensive Player of the Year was during the 95-96 season when the award went to Hall of Famer Gary Payton when he still played for Seattle, back when Seattle still had a professional basketball franchise to speak of. In other words, while the award typically gets awarded to everybody else, Marcus Smart stepped up and became the first point guard to win in 26 years and the last shooting guard to win was some guy named Michael Jordan in 1988. Who? 
I don't know. I'm first uh, first time I'm hearing about the guy. Look at it this way. Since Gary Payton won in 96, the Defensive Player of the Year award has been won by a center 19 times. You've had three small forwards and three power forwards to have won the award, too. But yet, this year, Marcus Smart of the Celtics, a point guard, winds up winning instead. And frankly, that's really saying something. It says either that Marcus plays some pretty damn good defense, or it says that everybody else in the league doesn't. Personally, I'm going to go with the first option as I wait for Game 2 tomorrow night at the Garden. But hey, it of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Every profession has its rules of thumbs for painters, and the big rule is never buy cheap paint. It's no bargain. Professional painters know this and prefer Benjamin Moore paint. But don't go to the big chain stores, because Benjamin Moore is only sold at independent retailers like Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's just about 6.13 and ACDC with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Yeah, Bon Scott very angry about the weather there. We're experiencing some rain this morning. There was some heavy rain overnight into the early morning hours. It's going to be ending mid-morning. We're going to have highs maybe near 50 today if we're lucky. It looks like it's, uh, I don't want to say cleared up, but it's definitely slowed down. It was mm-hmm. freaking pouring yep. this morning on the way to work. Sure, yeah, which is just basically you and I. Nobody else on the roads at that time. You know, I, I, there's, there's there are people yeah. who are out there, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they're just coming home or just going out, right. but, uh, oh, they're out there. Yeah, Not a lot, though, that's for sure. So here's bad news for Libras, like me. If you or your partner makes more decisions than the other, it could be really bad for your marriage or partnership. I can believe that. I am a Libra. I have a hard time making decisions sometimes. No, let me check that. I always have a hard time making decisions. Wait, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. Well, you know, it depends on the Oh, actual- for crying out loud, Dave. Make a choice. We <laughs> pick a side. See? See what I said? Uh, there's a social worker and a couples counselor named Rich Heller, and he says many day-to-day decisions are about details. So it's not necessarily unhealthy if the big picture partner doesn't participate as much in the smaller decisions. Now, that's assuming that in a partnership, one of the partners is the, quote, big decision guy or girl, and the other one is sort of the follower, shall we say. Right. See, I know know for me, so I'm I'm kind of like a big picture guy. I don't, you know define it by horoscope mm-hmm. that i that i don't do what but is your horoscope sign i'm a way. virgo okay which means uh virtually nothing <laughs> but i know for me uh, I, i'm a big picture thinker so I, I try not to get mired down into the the uh, the gritty mm-hmm. details of everything mm-hmm. and jenny uh she can uh, she can do a little bit of both mm-hmm. uh actually but she okay. can also you know she can also focus uh, you know on on details pretty well mm-hmm. but for me i don't like making decisions for other people right i can make decisions for me right that i have no problem with mm-hmm. but it's when i when it comes down to uh what are we gonna have for dinner you know what what are we gonna do this weekend right it's like i don't want to just make decisions for somebody else i would rather collaborate yes than that you know that's that's what it is i would rather collaborate in a decision Mm -hmm. than either make the decision on my own or concede that decision to somebody else i'm really the same way although what happens in the collaboration is as we start talking about dinner and the options i then kind of defer you know once the options have been laid out then i go well 
what do you think about all those? <laughs> like, why don't you make the decision? You know what it is for me? I don't want to make anyone else unhappy. I hate conflict, and I hate then making a decision that might make someone else that I care about unhappy. That's really? what it is. And I know it's 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 a problem. You're a people pleaser. I think I am. And maybe to a fault, right? Well, maybe. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes, Dave, in this, uh, in this entangled world mm-hmm. that we live... Uh, sometimes you just got to put your foot down and say, whoa, yes. whoa, whoa, big fella. Mm-hmm. We're not going to go down that road. Sometimes you got to do that. I know. And, 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 and I'm, over, I'm, I'm, when it comes to the big picture, like you're talking about, I think I'm pretty good at that kind of stuff. When it comes to the stuff that doesn't matter that much, I'm yeah. like, well, you know, what does it really matter if we have Mexican takeout or Chinese takeout tonight? Does it really matter? You decide. That's- See, now that's, to me, dinner, dinner is usually my biggest decision of the day. <laughs> well, yeah, I couldn't tell. What is that? What is that? A fat joke? <laughs> you're, you're, you're worried about confrontation, and here you are, fat shaming hey, your partner. I only say that because you're very open about that all the time. And well, it's not like I can hide it. How how is the diet going, by the way? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> makes me so damn cranky. Um, no, I you know, like for me, like like dinner, just you know, I I could eat nearly anything, mm-hmm. and uh, and rarely do I say uh, that I hate something I don't want to have it. Although if I were having something a lot lately, mm-hmm. I don't want more of it. But that's the kind of decision that you know, like like Jenny and I get kind of uh, kind of tangled in because yeah. like, well, she doesn't want to make the decision for right. both of us, and I don't want to make the decision right. for both of us. Right. So, well, then maybe you have a third party in that case, and maybe it's a friend or a family member that you both really trust, or maybe it's just a phone call to somebody random just you know di- just dial a phone number don't you think it'd be a great service yeah if you if there were like a phone number yes that well one could resolve all of your issues right? like a like a king midas type of phone thing yeah or uh you're struggling to come up with what you want for dinner you call a hotline and you say what should we have for dinner and they come up with a perfect suggestion mm-hmm Hey, now that would be now that would be a, uh, like an app that I would download. I, even, I agree. would even pay as much as ninety nine cents for it. I agree with that. And you know, we could settle disputes here on this radio show by just opening up the phones and taking the first random caller to make the decision for us. I'm just saying. You're just asking for trouble, aren't you? You're at, you're you're asking for arguments. So there's more on this topic, according to marriage and family therapist Dave Grammer, no relation to Kelsey, saying things get less healthy when leadership in a relationship veers toward control yeah see that's uh that's the thing i'm not a i'm not a controlling guy nor am i i don't and i don't really want control like uh, like like the remote control i don't really care what we're watching mm-hmm. you know as long as it isn't uh you know something i i absolutely hate sure so if uh, let's say for example the kardashians come on mm-hmm. all i have to do is pick up my phone and absorb myself in words with friends and i'm pretty good okay The need for control, by the way, which is ironic here, according to this marital and family counselor, stems from the fact that the controlling partner is usually insecure himself or herself. Well, that's the uh, insecurity is the basis for all kinds of narcissistic behavior. Yes, including controlling behavior. So if someone well, the is, two are intricately tied. Yeah, most narcissism mm-hmm. uh, can be uh, can be directly pointed to low self-esteem and uh, insecurities which as a defense mechanism uh you know manifests its way into aggressive 
uh, o- you know, overt narcissistic behavior. It sounds like you've been read this riot act before because of narcissism you've faced in a previous relationship. Because I certainly have heard that. It sounds familiar. Well, I mean, there's that, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I grew up with uh, with therapists in the house. You know, I mean, I had a DSM. 3R uh, mm-hmm. manual, diagnostic manual in the house. I would read that for some uh, some light reading every now and then. If someone is feeling powerless in a relationship where the other person is overly controlling, the simplest ways to feel power is to exert power over others, whether you're the controlling person or not. So I guess the whole takeaway from this, according to the marital counselors, in order to ensure a Healthy power dynamic, work with each other's strengths and weaknesses. Be sure to check in regularly with each other to make sure decisions are being made based on your shared vision and values, which is kind of what we were saying anyway. This is about the collaboration part. Yes, exactly right. Exactly. Yeah, keep communication about decisions fluid and flexible. Make sure you both are feeling heard. This is why, like like Jenny and I, collaborate on on most things. Mm -hmm. There's no uh, power struggle here. It's always about collaborating and and coming up with with decisions on our own together. That being said, uh, what are our options for music next, Bax? Like, well, who could we choose from? Well, we could either play uh, Pearl Jam. Yes. Or we could play something that is not scheduled in place of Pearl Jam. All right. Well, you and I can argue about that for a few minutes. Well, we could, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to win on this one and play <laughs> Pearl Jam instead. Because <laughs> right. I like to be in control. Total control. I give up. 620. Pearl Jam on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. See, I told you. Uh-huh. I told you. You yeah. wanted to argue. You yeah. wanted to have confrontation. I deferred. I deferred. That was a good choice. By the way, Eddie Vedder of Pearl Jam, I met him one time. Well, I didn't really meet him. My son Dash and I, Dash got married over the weekend. We were embarking on an Alaskan cruise, and we were in a Seattle restaurant late at night before the cruise was set to take place the next day. And right. right over there, right next to us, Eddie Vedder, eating a meal in this same seafood restaurant on the wharf in Seattle. No there. kidding. And I thought my son would be impressed. I said, Dash, look, it's Eddie Vedder. He goes, I hate Eddie Vedder. I hate Pearl Jam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, maybe yeah. you, you put that aside right? and you say, hey, Eddie, uh, <laughs> Bill's on me. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I could have done that. I, think, I don't I don't think he would have accepted. Hey, uh, if you ever missed the uh, any episode of the Back Steve and Dave show, go to rock102.com, download the daily podcast. You can listen to it on your smart speaker, your mobile device, your laptop, your uh, your tablet, what have you, and never miss another show again. You can also find it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. And Baxi's musical podcast this week, my guest is uh, Prescott Niles from The Knack. Uh, you remember uh, the song My Sharona? Sure. Remember how it starts off with that bass line? Mm-hmm. That's the guy. Oh, cool. That's the guy. And, uh, in fact, they are about to release an unreleased live album uh, called Live at the House of Blues in Hollywood. It's coming out on Record Store Day on the 23rd, uh, which is uh, the end of the week. And then uh, next week, I'm not going to say who I got coming up, but uh, it's a really good one. And uh, so that's... All available on rock102.com. It's 6.30 with back Steve and Dave. Coming up next in the uh, Rock 102 News, a local TV anchor leaving us soon for another gig. Details straight ahead. 6.33 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. 22 News TV anchor Don Shipman leaving for a reporter gig with the CBS TV affiliate in Atlanta. Now, Don hasn't been here that long. 
he actually preceded me by maybe a year in moving from Utica, New York, where right. he was a TV anchor there for a long time, took the job with 22 News, and now moving to Atlanta. And details about that apparently forthcoming on his Facebook page, but we can maybe get him on the show tomorrow or the next day and yeah. maybe have him explain something about that. That's a, it's a pretty big leap. Yeah. Springfield to, Springfield to Atlanta. Yeah. That's a, that's a big jump forward. Yeah, although he's leaving an anchor position here for a reporter position in Atlanta. Yeah, you think about it, though. I mean, here's Don Shippen, you know, replacing uh, the legendary Barry Krieger, mm-hmm. you know, the beloved Larry, uh, Barry Krieger. You, you guys talk about him often. Oh, yes. Well, he's a friend. He's a friend. I consider him a friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, Steve considers him a friend. Steve considers him a better friend than he is to me. But, hey, listen, you know, we're not, it's not a competition for Barry's time. Right. But, uh, I mean, can you imagine uh, you replace a guy that's uh, – been around on a market forever and sure. ever and ever. I mean, how difficult that must be. Mm-hmm. You imagine that? Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. Uh, you know, I can't even begin to imagine what that must be yeah, like. I, 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 I no kidding. Yeah, maybe somebody can explain it to me, guys. I don't know. I'm. I'm. It's lost on me, Bax. According to Twenty Two News, home of Don <laughs> Shipman. Yes. What's, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you. Must, I'm. I, I'm sure we both struggle with trying to imagine what that's like. Yeah, I. I it's funny you bring it up. In fact, I don't have. I've had no, well, no agenda. No agenda. No, I'm no. Just saying. No, that's I all had, I'm saying. I have a hard, hard time believing why you even brought that up. Well, I'm just. I, I'm just giving a little. Uh, you know, a little perspective. Just hypothetically on I, what Don Shipman had to go through to replace the great Barry Krieger. I'm trying to put myself in Don's shoes to see what that would feel like, and I can't. It's no, lost. No, no, I think most people would have a hard time imagining. It's lost on me. So according to 22 News, the home of Don Shipman, an immigrant who began working on a local farm 12 years ago in Hadley will soon take ownership of that same farm. Oh, I thought you were going to say he is the one replacing Don Shipman. (laughs) No. Rosendo Santizo saying the opportunity to own his own farm is a dream come true. He hopes his journey will inspire other immigrants to reach their goals. He immigrated from Guatemala to the U.S. Is it emigrated or immigrated? Uh, if he came here, he immigrated. Yes. If he leaves here, he emigrated. So he hopes his journey will inspire others. And after his move from Guatemala to the U.S. when he was only 19 years old to make money for his family at home, he worked in Florida for a few years. Then he traveled north to Hadley to harvest carrots at Winter Moon Roots Farm. Hmm. Okay. As Rosendo prepares for his first year as owner of the farm, he's looking for support and a GoFundMe page has been set up to help collect donations to help kickstart his first round of expenses in owning his own farm. Well, good for him. I mean, it's, you know, listen, farming is not an easy business. Mm-hmm. Any farmer will tell you that. Yeah. They, they, uh, they face tough times. Good luck to good luck to this guy. Hope he, uh, hope he does well. Rosendo Santizo is his name. Good and luck, the, Rosendo. Yeah, you can get information on that GoFundMe page from the 22 News website. In Westfield, the, the same com- website that now has an opening for Anchor. Yeah, I don't know. Do they do they advertise? I guess they have to legally advertise for that, don't they? Yeah, I don't know who's uh, the up and comer over mm-hmm. there. They may have to uh, search. You know what they should do? You know, what the, honestly, mm-hmm. I hate to, not that I hate to say this, but you know who probably deserves to fit in there now? Who's that? Rich Tedemer. I don't know who Rich Tedemer is. Well, let me explain to you. Okay, Rich Tedemer has been at twenty two since I've been here at Rock one hundred two, probably even longer. Doing what? Well, he was a sports guy, mm-hmm. and then uh, all of a sudden they stopped doing local sports, and they moved him to the anchor position mm-hmm. in mornings. Okay. So he's the morning news anchor mm-hmm. on 22 News. Okay. A 
I got to tell you, he's pretty damn solid. Okay. And, uh, you know, he is, you know, he, he could easily transition. He's the dean of Springfield News at this point. Okay. I mean, you think about that. Tedimer. Huh. Tedimer and Cy Becker. It's a great, it's a great name. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, you wouldn't put Cy Becker in that position, but you could put Tedimer. All right. I say, uh, I say, let's push for Tedimer. I right. start calling twenty-two right now and have everybody say we want Tedimer. Put all your chips on red or black or whatever his position is there. And if if we were betting, and I'm not a betting man, right? but if we were betting at a casino mm-hmm. or you know in a back room somewhere with a lot of smoke and. And mob guys, I would say I'm going all in on Tedimer. Okay, I'm going all in. All right. Well, and if I if I lose, of course I'm not going to pay up, and my kneecaps will be broken. <laughs> but my point is, Tedimer, I think would make a great fit. All right. Well, you heard it here first. If you're wagering on that position, Tedimer, Tedimer's your guy. In Westfield, the Conservation Commission reviewing plans for a new administrative building for the municipal wastewater treatment plant at. I love this address. 149 Neck Road. The current plant has unhealthy air quality, according to the State Board of Health, and must be replaced. Now, why can't they come to that same conclusion about the Roderick Ireland Courthouse? Well, you know, the thing about uh, wastewater treatment is mm-hmm. it's an ugly business, no matter how you, no matter how you mm-hmm. deal with it. But uh, I don't know. I mean, even even at the at the at the courthouse. You know, they're doing mold remediation now. Yes. And I don't know if that really resolves everything. You know, that's what I'm saying. So they come to this great conclusion with the State Board of Health over the building in Westfield. Why can't they come to the same conclusion about the courthouse? I don't get it. Here's my here's my guess. Yeah. It's a hell of a lot more expensive to replace the courthouse. Ah. Yep. That explains it's it. all about the money, Dave. And let me just say this one more time. Tedimer. Tedimer. I've actually said it two more times. I, I'm I'm buying it. All right. Neck Road. Let me say that one more time. 149 Neck Road. Love that address. Mass Wildlife is looking for the public's health and help in protecting and monitoring bat populations across the state. Massachusetts home to nine species of bats, five of which are considered endangered. Something called WNS, white nose syndrome. It's a fungal disease. It's killing bats that hibernate in caves and mines during the winter mm-hmm. in an effort to reduce the spread of the disease, promote the growth of, pa- of bat populations, and raise awareness about the importance of bats to the environment. Mass Wildlife has created a program to construct and install bat houses. 16 volunteers monitoring the bat houses once a month during the summer of 2021, mm-hmm. and they're looking for more help for this summer. I'm not a big fan of bats. I know they serve a uh, integral purpose mm-hmm. in our ecosystem. Yeah. But I don't like them. Ever have one in your house? Yep. In Vermont, Wilmington, Vermont, Southern Vermont, when I was growing up as a kid, maybe I was seven or eight. Yeah, we had one in the house. And I, I had one when I was a kid, and uh, it was uh, flapping around near a window mm-hmm. in my bedroom. Gotcha. My bedroom window, mm-hmm. and it was flapping around. And, uh, whoo, a tennis racket. Same thing in our house. Ultimately got yes. uh, got uh, got him out. Yeah. And you opened the window and swatted it and out went the bat. No, I did I did more like a beyond Borg uh, backhand. Nice. And uh stunned him. Didn't kill him. Just stunned him. And then, you know, 
pick them up with mm-hmm. a tennis rack. I'm not touching no bats. Yes. And then, you know, tossed them out the second story window. Yeah, for me, it would have been more of a Yvonne Lendl two-fisted backhand, I think. Mm, yeah, uh, no, but, I was thinking more like, you know, Borg, McEnroe. Sure. You know, that, was a, that was a hell of a rivalry back then. Well, and then you got to figure out the righty or lefty, because Borg is a righty and McEnroe is a lefty. Are you, which are you? I haven't well, even... Well, when, when, when I used to play uh, tennis in <laughs> high school, I was actually more ambidextrous. <laughs> really? Yeah, I could switch. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, my... My my right. I'm mostly left-handed, but mm-hmm. uh, my my uh, my right is more uh, has a good backhand. Mm-hmm. I serve with my left. All right. Wow. wow. Oh yeah. You were a vaunted opponent. Obviously. But in, in this case, mm-hmm. I actually did the. Uh, if I'm recalling this correctly, I think uh, my my backhand was from the left side. Okay. Otherwise, it would have been out of bounds. And how old were you at the time, by the way? Fifteen, sixteen mm-hmm. years old. All right. I stunned him. He had nothing. He had no idea what was coming. I I believe you. Tatimer. Tatimer. He could have solved that issue. I don't know. Well, I mean, he's got lots of talents, but I. But as far as uh, you, pest <laughs> removal, I'm not so sure. I mean, Cy Becker is still working there. It's 642 with back Steve and Dave. We've got highs near 50 today. Some rain ending mid-morning, if it hasn't already. And coming up next in the Mass Hat, A mass hat from right here in the Bay State at a cemetery. We'll explain. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 651 and cream in Rock 102. So the weather today, eh, rain this morning, but it's going to subside soon, so don't worry about that. Uh, Real quickly, uh, I just want to say that uh, Louie from Chickabee Mm -hmm. just messaged me, Mm -hmm. said, Tedemer is solid. He's better than all of them, and he was a sports guy. Tell Dave I'm with him on his son on Pearl Jam. I'm on the Alexa stream, so I'm a little behind a bit. So Really? So she doesn't like Eddie Vedder either? Uh, uh, it's Louie. Uh, oh, Louie. Louie's a dude. I believe Louie is a dude. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he does, doesn't like Pearl Jam. All right, Louie. Is, but is all in on Tedimer. I'll pass it along to my son, Dash. Louie, thanks. There you have it. Are we ready for some stupidity? Yes. Here we go. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. I like the fact you said, are you ready for some stupidity when here I am thinking we were already doing it. Well, I should have said more. Yeah, I guess, okay. Right? Uh, this story from right here in the Bay State. Oh, good. Yeah, a mass hat from... An actual mass yes, hat. Yes, from Melrose, Mass, where a cemetery experienced some damage recently with some headstones being knocked over. Officers responding to a car crash inside the cemetery at about 2.30 in the afternoon on Saturday. Wyoming Cemetery in Melrose, the actual location. The vehicle, an older model Range Rover, crashing into eight headstones. Now, obviously... <laughs> There was a driver involved here as well. Sure. And this driver knocked over all eight of the eight headstones that she hit. According to the police chief there, the driver, a 53-year-old Melrose woman with her learner's permit. Oh, my God. She's how old? 53. And she's just getting her learner's permit? Apparently. She was practicing driving at the time of the crash. Now, how she wound up in the cemetery... We don't know. Right. The good news is that nobody died. Correct. They were already dead. Exactly right. And and no injuries either to the people in the car, including the driver and apparently somebody else. The woman, accompanied by a relative 
who is a licensed operator. So apparently the relative was trying to help teach her how to drive. <laughs> Both the woman and her relative, who have not been identified, not injured, as, as I said, several of the headstones that were struck by the vehicle sustained damage. So this is, you know, desecration in a cemetery sure. as well, right? <laughs> what the, I mean, obviously, you know, like a lot of cemeteries, mm-hmm. it, you know, most cemeteries you can't go over five miles an hour anyway. Yeah. So And you don't have to do a whole lot of speeding to run over these things. Right. So was she was she f- gunning it to get out of there, or what was she? Or was she just doesn't have details on that? Uh, apparently, all of the headstones were successfully placed in their proper positions once again by members of the Melrose Department of Public Works. That's something they didn't probably see on their daily agenda is no. replacing headstones. What I find amazing about this is that. The car didn't stop after hitting one or two. You know, some of these headstones, they can be pretty big. I mean, obviously she didn't run into one of those but, enormous cemetery statues. No, but some of these some of these cemeteries, the grave sites are, you know, very close together. Right. Especially if they're older gravestones. Yeah. So, I mean, it's possible that it didn't take her a whole lot of distance to knock over eight of them. I guess. And she stopped at eight. I mean, why she couldn't pick up the spare at the end is yeah, behind I know, me. Well, <laughs> she's waiting for the next, fra- the next frame. <laughs> wow. This is my new hero, by the yeah, way. Yeah, there you go. And hopefully she uh, you know, can pass and go beyond the learner's permit. At this learner's point. permit at 53 yes, years old? That yeah. seems a little bit, uh, ooh, how shall I say this, uh, not terribly ambitious. Yeah. In Florida, when I was growing up, uh, I grew up all over, by the way. I grew up in southern Vermont, grew up here in western Mass, right. also was about the time I was learning to drive, we lived in Florida and you can get your learner's permit at 15 in Florida. And I did. So quite a distance between that age and 53. Yeah, but you didn't knock over any gravestones trying to learn how to drive. I did not, but I dinged up the car in a uh, parking lot of the public library in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, there you go. So I got that going for me, which is nice. Coming up next, the 102 second sports on rock 102. It's MGM Fan Appreciation Weekend with the T-Birds starting Saturday. The following takes place between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. It is 7 a.m. on Rock 102. Highs near 50 today with rain ending mid-morning for tomorrow. Mid-50s for the highs. The weather is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Congrats to Boston Celtics guard Marcus Smart. Named NBA Defensive Player of the Year. He's the first guard to win the award in nearly 30 years, which is when Gary Payton last won that type of award. Last night in the NBA playoffs, Golden State and Philadelphia both went up 2-zip in their playoff series, and Dallas beat Utah 110-104 to to even that series at one game apiece. In hockey, the Bruins at St. Louis tonight against the Blues at 8. You can hear it on our sister station, Laser 98.5. And the Springfield Thunderbirds are away from home this week, back at the Mass Mutual Center this Saturday night to take on Wilkes-Barre Scranton, that team that has the hyphen in their name. Elsewhere in football, veteran cornerback Malcolm Butler returning to the Pats for another go-round. Butler saying Bill Belichick himself, the coach, reaching out about a potential reunion. In baseball, the Twins over the Red Sox in the Patriots Day game at Fenway 8-3. The Sox are hosting the Toronto Blue Jays tonight at Fenway. And in softball, 
a milestone for a local star. Wachusett beat Hampshire 7-2, but Hampshire's Hannah Wodecki went 4-for-4 and achieved the 100-hit milestone in her career. Congratulations. Also, congrats to everyone who run the book. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, there you go. A day full of disappointment. On one hand, you had the Red Sox getting clobbered by the Twins on Patriots Day. And if that weren't worse enough, you had me unable to compete in the Boston Marathon. Sadly, this now extends my unbroken streak of non-participation for 55 consecutive years in a row. Instead, as I predicted, the Boston Marathon was won by a guy from Kenya, 33-year-old Evan Chevette, who not only won yesterday, this is now his fourth marathon victory in marathons all over the world, Japan, Spain, Argentina, and now Boston. And while that is all very impressive, you almost have to wonder how things might have been different had I been there. Evan's uh, Evan's time of 2 hours, 6 minutes, and 51 seconds was hardly a Boston Marathon record. And while I'm not sure I could have beaten that time based upon my age and other physical deficiencies, I do believe I might have been an imposing and intimidating presence. Who knows how he might have reacted had I been there. Nevertheless, for winning the Boston Marathon, Evan Chabet wins a big fat check of $150,000. I believe he also receives a free t-shirt and a coupon for one free oil change redeemable at any participating Jiffy Lube location. Now you may ask... Paxi, what is it with all these guys from Kenya winning the Boston Marathon? Well, despite the cultural insensitivity of that question, I can tell you this. I don't really know. All I can do is confirm that for the last 34 years, a guy from Kenya has taken the Boston Marathon 24 times. What I don't know is how any of these guys are getting home. And to me, that's the worst part about winning the marathon, is trying to find your way back to the car. Either way, I now have exactly 364 days to train for the next year's Boston Marathon. And while I don't exactly see my chances of winning getting any better, I don't see my chances of coming in last place have changed much either. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Great grill, great summer. Yeah, it's only April. Perfect time to go to Rocky's and look at your options. Like the Weber gas grills, the classic charcoal grill, like the Weber kettle, the big green egg, the Traeger wood fire pellet grills. Your grilling destination is your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7-Eleven and Bon Jovi. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Yeah, heavy rain when we came into work this morning, but kind of subsiding. Should be done for the whole area by mid-morning today. Highs of maybe 50 if we're lucky. You know, we didn't get a chance to talk about this yesterday, but uh, one of the things there's, as you know, any downtown uh, part of a city, you know, everyone looks for ways of kind of attracting new business looking for ways of growing economic potential sure. in your downtown mm-hmm. because, I mean, it does spark other interest in your city. Other businesses get involved, and sometimes certain things become catalysts for downtown. That was kind of the the intention of putting a casino down there. Sure, yeah, yeah. a necessity. Well, yes. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, there are many problem gamblers that had nowhere to go. Exactly and, right. And, uh, and that's exactly where they needed to be. Yes, and now they're happy and fulfilled. Well, but the idea, had there not been a pandemic mm-hmm. that <laughs> dismantled everything in the middle mm-hmm. of it, you know, the idea was this was going to bring 
people into market rate housing, which means you had other you know restaurants and bars and services and other businesses. Sure, you know being you're being courted to come downtown. One of the things that downtown has missed for a long, long time, and there hasn't been a, enough discussion about this until recently, is the fact that if you are living downtown in mm-hmm. Springfield, yep. there's not a grocery store close by until you go all the way at Belmont up the hill mm-hmm. to the food zone. That's as close of a grocery store as you're going to get other than to cross the river or head into Chicopee, but there's nothing in the downtown area for you to buy just regular groceries. Now, this is... I've never been to the food zone, by the way. How is it? Uh, I honestly haven't been there since I believe it was a, the Waldbaums. That's, so wow. that takes I, it I back. I remember Waldbaums. Yeah, so that takes it back to the mm. early 90s, like the mid to late 90s. Sure. So I haven't... Because uh, I haven't lived in that neighborhood in, in quite a while. We, so. had, a, we had a Waldbaums in uh, Middletown when I was going to college there. I yeah, Wal- Waldbaums yeah. was everywhere. That was good, yeah. Anyway, so you know the, the idea that you know, Springfield, uh, to have people move into this market rate housing mm-hmm. and to and to have people, you know, use downtown for the hub that it is intended to be. Sure. One of the things that it needs is access to grocery stores. Now, Big Y, and this doesn't this is not a commercial for them. I just think it's a really good idea and probably long overdue. Big Y is going to put in a Big Y Express Fresh Market in the CVS location that had been in Tower Square. Now, CVS hasn't been in there since 2019. When they moved uh, to their new location in the South End, Mm -hmm. that left that space in Tower Square vacant. It's about the fifth of a size of a normal Big Y world-class market. I see that now, about 10,000 square feet, which is relatively small, but they can get a lot of bang for their buck by putting some quality stuff in there, right? Well, see, but that's, that's just the thing. I mean, it, it's it's not going to it, it can't be a full service yeah. grocery store because of its its size, but it's a major step forward, and and that's the kind of thing where, you know, like for example, the uh, the the Court Square Hotel that they that uh, that Tony Ravosa owns that they've been trying to re to restore and to remodel and to have you know apartment built your know, apartment spaces in that building. You know, if you complete that project, mm-hmm. people are going to need to not just live there and sleep there, but they're also going to have to conduct their lives there. And access to grocery stores is relatively important. And not everybody in downtown Springfield has a car or the means to get around. So, you know, going to you know the stop and shop of the big Y in West Springfield may right. not be convenient for somebody. Yeah, it's considered a food desert, I guess, that neighborhood now. Yeah. Around uh, Tower Square. But see, this is what I've always felt was was necessary. You know, this this is the kind of investment that you've wanted all along. Sure. Is to have downtown Springfield become attractive to people to move into. I mean, this is a small grocery store, but sure. there's nothing to say that they couldn't expand over time or a, a new grocer could come in and, and coexist. I mean, there could be all kinds of possibilities yeah. if people were just you know allowed to do it. Now, obviously, as we're kind of on the tail end of a pandemic, a lot of investment is being held back, and you're not getting everything done. Prices are are high. Supply chain issues are making things a little bit more difficult. That's right. why this won't open until sometime next year. But nevertheless, 
the plan is a good, solid one. And I, and I, and I have to say, I applaud Big Y for doing it because there's a specific need for that kind of business in downtown. Well, especially so the folks in downtown can enjoy the rotisserie chicken noodle soup, which is my favorite dish, I think, here in Western Mass. I go there every other day. For the, the soup? For the soup. I love the rotisserie chicken noodle soup. So, you know, that alone is a draw. And when your, I was... Uh, your, your sights are pretty low, aren't well, they? Well, no. I think their soup is fantastic. There's nothing wrong with this. I'm not complaining about the soup. And believe me, I have ripped through a number of big Y super birds in my time. To know how fabulous they are. How those birds are that size, I will never know, and I don't ask questions. And I would have considered living downtown Springfield had they had access to that fantastic soup. Instead, as you know, I'm living in Enfield. I probably would have considered downtown Springfield as a living option, but I couldn't find anything, nor was there a grocery store to my liking. So maybe I'll move. Who knows? Well, uh, you know, over the course of the last, I don't know, four or five years, mm -hmm. Uh, as MGM was being built and then opened and 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 started to uh, to take place, there was a lot of construction for uh, for housing, and some condos were built uh, around the area, mm -hmm. and they're beautiful. Um, <clears throat> but a lot of people would say, "Well, I, I don't want to live downtown because it doesn't have." For right. all the things that it does have, yes. there's a lot of things that it doesn't. Rotisserie chicken noodle soup for one. Well, that would be one of them. <laughs> of course, uh, access to a big Y super bird. Yes. Or any uh, rotisserie chicken for that That's matter. That's what I'm saying. Um, to not have access to that in, in, you know, close by, you know, makes it slightly more difficult to make the choice to move there. That's what I'm saying. Into downtown. That's what I'm saying. You know, these, But these are the kinds of businesses mm -hmm. that will make downtown more attractive to people. For so sure. that you're not you know, building housing that no one's ever going to use. This, well, the, is, this, this is the kind of thing where people start to say, hey, you know what? I can just literally just walk down the street. Uh, you know, in the daylight, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> well, and go to the Big Y Express. Well, well, <laughs> hopefully you could do it at nighttime as well. Well, Max, yes, of course. I mean, yeah. that's that's what you ultimately you hope yes. for. But uh, you know, I mean, just a, a quick walk to Tower Square, and boom, you got your groceries for the week. Sure, uh, that Tower Square location of the Big Y, by the way, expected to open. I'm reading here from the article MassLive.com. Open early in 2023, which is great news. Yeah, I'm telling you, this is this is a, a real big. Story for Springfield. Yeah, right. People will say, well, grocery store, big whoop. No, mm -hmm. it's actually, this is actually really important because well, it because it has the potential to spark other businesses opening up in downtown. Well, and that's important. And hopefully the pricing can be such that folks from lower incomes can afford some of these healthier items like the fruits, the vegetables, and maybe the fiber where they normally would choose foods that aren't as healthy. Maybe, you know, like white bread and things like that. They can choose, you know, whole grain breads. And well, listen. Um, the CVS uh, in the South End. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's a beautiful building. And I'm sure, you know, if you're looking for your uh, your pharmaceuticals or your uh, your shampoos sure. or your, your bars of soap, mm -hmm. perfect place to go. CVS is not where I go to do my grocery shopping. That's not to say there's not food there. Yeah. But you're not going to go grocery shopping in a CVS. Yeah, I usually get my Ben and Jerry's at the CVS if I'm really desperate because it's the closest thing to me in Enfield. Right. And they actually have a pretty good selection of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, they, they, uh, you, you have to applaud their yep. effort there. But mm -hmm. to have a grocery store mm -hmm. as another option other than the, <laughs> other than the beautiful CVS right. uh, is important. I mean, you, you have lots of restaurants uh, downtown, many of them are fantastic. Most of them are fantastic, 
but uh, you know, not everybody can go there every day. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just not financially feasible. But going to a grocery store that's convenient. That's actually a very cool thing. Big Y gets a big A. There you go. Big it's, A plus. It's uh, Rolling Stones on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave minus the Steve parties on vacation. Good morning. Hey, uh, the Rock 102 Golf Club is on sale now. It's brought to you by Swing Oil Beer. You can get 12 rounds of golf some of the area's greatest courses like the wet, uh, the Ledges, Wyckoff, uh, Brattleboro, uh, you know, and more for only 199 bucks, which is awesome because it's actually like a 500-hour value. It's like seven. It's less than seventeen dollars around. You get one for yourself or for a friend. You know, uh, Father's Day is coming up in a little while. I mean, not a, a real long while, but even Mother's Day. Mother's Day would be if Ma golfs next month. You can get her the uh, the golf club. She can golf like crazy with her all of her friends. It's the uh, the Rock One Two Rock One Two Golf Club presented by Swing Oil Beer, available for a limited time. So do not wait. Get yours today at Rock One Two dot com. You know, we had the Rolling Stones there a moment ago back. They, I didn't realize this, but I was just searching them up on Google. They launched an official line of chocolate bars recently. Did you hear about that? No, I actually had uh, no idea. Yeah, they got an official online store. They're selling two different varieties of chocolate bars. The brown sugar, even though that song has been sort of removed because of its controversial nature. Kind of canceled. Yeah. It's a milk chocolate bar. And then there's... Cherry Red, which is a dark chocolate bar under mm. the Rolling Stones moniker. I've not tried them. I'm going to have to order some up, I think. Yeah, why not? Because, I mean, you got to believe it probably tastes like uh, you know, chocolate and stale cigarettes. and Sure. Shame. Like any good wine. A few, <laughs> few other things. Yes. It's uh, Hints of wrinkle cream. Yeah, maybe. of course. Yeah. It's 729 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Hampshire. It's 7.32 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement this month. Enjoy April the April shower discount, 60% off installation. Log on to yankeehome.com. Uh, doing news today is Dave, uh, <laughs> Dave Coops. Yes, doing, <laughs> doing news no longer on 22 News, Don Shipman. As we told you last hour, the anchor for 22 News leaving soon for a reporter gig with the CBS TV affiliate in Atlanta, Georgia. Quite a move for Don Shipman, who's been here for a little longer than I've been here in Western Mass. He moved from the same town I did, Utica, New York. I got two words to say to you about Don Shipman. Yes. Rich Tedimer. <laughs> who, who would that be? Rich Tedimer <laughs> is your morning news anchor. Uh-huh. Along with the lovely Taylor Knight. And I think uh, Tedimer has done his time in news as an anchor, moving from a sports guy to now anchoring. He's uh, I mean, he's done uh, you know a bunch of like a you know you, 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 like political debates, mm-hmm. crushed it every time he's okay. done it. I, right. I'm telling you, Rich Tedimer should be the guy. All right, you don't want Rich Did, Gedman instead. Ooh, Rich Gedman would be pretty good hey, too. Yeah, but All I don't right. know what the hell he would do. <laughs> well, wear the mask, deliver the news. I don't know. Rich Tedimer. Okay, I'll 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 watch for Rich his work now. Tedimer. Got it. Exactly who should be getting that job. And reiterating a story that we covered earlier this hour, Big Y promising customers will be able to complete a grocery run, including shopping for fresh produce, at the Big Y Express Fresh Market in Tower Square, downtown Springfield, to open early 2023. That would provide a solution to the chronic lack of fresh and healthy foods in the urban center of Springfield, a problem that's resulted in that neighborhood being branded as a, quote, food desert. So good news for downtown Springfield there. Yeah, food 
desert. I mean, well, that's what it's called, according to some of the experts. Back, there's nothing there, right? But you know what? Between uh, that and White Lion moving into Tower Square, mm-hmm. all of a sudden things are starting to move into Tower Square. Things are looking up. All the office space yeah. in that building apparently is uh, is occupied. The food court is uh, getting busy again. That thing is starting to resurrect itself. Where's Mayor Dom Sarno making a comment about this, by the way? I would have thought he would have been all over this already. Actually, I think he was, uh, wasn't he a part of it yesterday? Or I, the other day? I didn't see that, but I guess I apologize, Mayor Dom Dom, if you're listening to us. I know you do from time to time. A Brockton man driving a BMW accused of hitting two cars Monday, including a Hampton County Sheriff's office officer's car. This is according to Mass State Police. One Julian Fernandez, 25 years old, charged with operating a motor vehicle while under the influence of intoxicating liquor. Now... Isn't all liquor intoxicating liquor? Sometimes. I'm just reading from the report on MassLive.com here. I don't think I've ever had liquor that wasn't intoxicating. That's what I'm saying. That seems redundant to me. It seems that if there's liquor, it's intoxicating by nature. It's not only redundant, it's repetitive. Yes, that too. (laughs) Negligent operation of a motor vehicle. I cannot say this enough. Yes. How redundant that may be. Rich Tedemer, by the way. Rich Tedemer. Let that sink in. Again. The Dean of Western Mass News. <laughs> the kings of redundancy here. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, yes, granted, uh, you know, Dave Madsen still shows up to work from time to time at mm-hmm. Western Mass News, and, you know, but, you know, Barry Krieger ain't coming back. Mm-hmm. That guy is so retired, it's crazy. Rich Tedemer. Got it. Back to Julian Fernandez, charged with operating a motor vehicle while under the influence of intoxicating liquor, also negligent operation of a motor vehicle, and failure to stop. This happened around... 2.30 in the morning, nothing good happens after midnight, according to John Wooden, legendary UCLA basketball coach. Troopers at that time responding to a three-vehicle crash at the intersection of Blue Hills Parkway and Brush Hill Road in Milton. Fernandez failed to stop at a red traffic signal, then hit the Ford Explorer that belonged to the Hampton County Sheriff's Department. Oh, boy. Police saying preliminary investigations revealed all of this, and then on top of hitting that vehicle... He hit a 2018 Acura sedan. Go big or go home. Yeah, you know they they never tell you this in the uh, the Massachusetts handbook of uh, of of rules for mm-hmm. for driving. They never tell you this, but this is a really good piece of advice. Never hit a, a vehicle that belongs to either the police or right. the sheriff's department. Yeah, you can hit any other car, but you want if, 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 like that Acura, mm-hmm. for example. Yes. All right, well, you know, that's going to cost you a few bucks to get the parts to, for, for an Acura, but it's not going to cost you nearly as much if you hit a cop uh, cruiser right. or a uh, one of the sheriff's vehicles. That'll cost you, and sometimes more than money. Good luck to Julian Fernandez. Hey, a new study ranking, yes. ranking the size of men's junk in 86 different countries around the world. American men ranking, you want to guess, out of 86 countries measured in junk size? Uh, hold on just a second, please. <laughs> Survey said. Are you making an estimate over there? No, I'm not making any estimates. Survey said. You're just getting a clip, okay. So what do you think? The average? Where do the U.S. men rank Ooh. among 86 countries measured in the size of your junk? 10, 12, 13 inches of dangling fury. Uh, and how about a number, a rank? Oh, where we rank? Yes. 
I'm going to say number one. Player number one in the world. You're close. So many different things. 59th. 59? How many, how many countries were surveyed? 86. Please. And the average 5.35 inches. Survey said. <laughs> uh, by the way, first place in junk size? You'll never guess. Never. Uh, I'm. I don't know what country. Is- I'm going to say it's Canada. Incorrect. Ecuador, number Ooh, yeah. one. I mean, they are close to the equator. I don't know if that makes a difference or not. Well, the the heat, you know, probably makes it look bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is uh, right. You know, relaxed and sweaty. Right. They've not been in the pool, so to speak. So to speak. Ecuador first at six point nine three inches. Again, ours was 5.35 inches. Ecuador's got a couple of inches on us. Wait, what did it say, the, the, the averages? For whom? The Ecuador? 6.93. Come on! They said! Yeah, it's true. Okay, this, I'll get to the folks behind the study in a moment. Now, if I were to say mm-hmm. relocate right? or uh, telecommute mm-hmm. uh, to an Ecuadorian company, right? could I expect that there would be some sort of... Unusual metamorphosis in that particular <laughs> mean, area. You mean just by relocating there, do you suddenly experience a surge? Yes. I don't know. It's a damn good question. Survey said. Dead last in junk size among all countries? Ireland. <laughs> you, that is also a very good guess. Cambodia. Just under four inches. Haven't the Cambodians suffered enough? I know, right? Now, the I mean, folks... Well, I mean, I, listen, we've all seen the killing fields. Yeah. I mean, that was a very sad period in history. Mm-hmm. And then to find out that they've got this problem, too. Right. Don't they serve up, like, freeze-dried junk as some sort of cure for impotence over there, too? But not not human junk, of course, but, like... I don't know, Uh Dave, quite frankly, uh, I don't. I, I would never order that on the menu. This study about junk size emanating from something called From Mars, which apparently is a men's health website specializing in curing hair loss, ED, mm-hmm. herpes, and acne. Okay. And they used Google data to come up with these numbers. Google data. Yes. Is there anybody participating in the survey that's actually giving accurate results? The truth, right? Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Maybe these are from maybe these are from well patient visits to doctors for right. all we know. Although it, yeah. I've never been measured at a well patient visit. I don't know. Because it's you know, it's 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 possible mm-hmm. that the only honest country in the world is Cambodia. <laughs> and that Ecuador is nothing but a bunch of filthy stinking liars. I wouldn't put it past them, Bax. It's seven forty one. With back Steve and Dave. And coming up and now hear this. Elon Musk, the USFL, Coachella, and an Easter... Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 747. And Aerosmith on Rock 102. Yeah, Steven Tyler spotted at the Crab Restaurant in Boston over the weekend, taking pictures with the other customers. Fantastic moment for them, I would imagine. He's actually pretty good about taking uh, pictures with fans. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of guys don't like having their pictures taken at all. A lot of guys don't, uh, you know, make themselves available to their fans or they, they look at their fans with disgust mm-hmm. because there are a lot of very disgusting people who uh, follow Aerosmith, especially uh, those early years, you know, the drug-addled Aerosmith. Sure. And that, that's the period of Aerosmith that I love is uh, when they were at their most 
dysfunctional. Well, you, you know what's amazing to me is how thin these guys all are. I mean, they at some point, they don't get bigger ever, which yeah. I, I find hard to believe. Is that because they just don't eat anything and subsist on a, a diet of cigarettes and drugs their entire lives and still they have longevity at the yeah. same time? Well, you know, most people who are like, say, morbidly obese mm-hmm. and doing gigantic rails of cocaine. Yeah usually don't live long enough to get around to accumulating all their Weight Watcher points. Mm-hmm. So in a, in a case like a, like a Steven Tyler, who has stayed fit and trim well into his 70s. Yes. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, you just do uh, your metabolism. Probably only, <laughs> he the only thing he probably eats is cigarettes. Right. That's all he probably takes. And, and, and how, how is that sustainable as a lifestyle? I just, I'm I amazed know. by that. I don't know. Yeah. You, you But you look at... I mean, look at Mick Jagger for crying out loud. He's almost 80 years old, mm-hmm. or if he is 80 years old, mm-hmm. thin as a rail. Right. How does he do it? I, I, I don't know. No idea. Most guys who, you know, reach the age of 55, once, you know, AARP starts sending in those mailers for uh, the free, the, the, the $16 tote bag, mm-hmm. that's when you start to really put on the tire. Sure. And I know I have. <laughs> Why I don't tour anymore. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah, no problem. We're still all still hanging in there. Now hear this. Now hear this. It's just the normal noises in here. You hear me? You're only hearing what you want to hear. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Steve, of course, on vacation in South Carolina. He'll be returning on Monday. Clip number one. Kind of catching up on Easter still here with the James Corden show last night. A parent dressed as the Easter bunny at an elementary school event caused a bit of a stir after accidentally handing out Easter eggs filled with, we're not making this up, they were filled with condoms. Yeah. True story in mm. Texas, by the way, the Austin, Texas area. Uh, those plastic, you know, Easter eggs. Yeah, right. And, uh, yeah, a handful of them containing packages of condoms, according to the Houston Chronicle. Well, you know, that's a good treat for the adults, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the parent showing up at the kids' elementary school dressed as the Easter Bunny, handing out the eggs, mostly filled with candy. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, I'd rather get an egg full of candy than an egg full of peeps mm-hmm. or candy corn or circus peanuts or anything else that just tastes like straight up garbage so you're saying you'd rather get the eggs with the condoms on the inside of them than that stuff well at least it's got a practical uh, use yeah i mean you give me a thing of peeps they're just going to sit there on the counter for months before i get around to saying i'm going to throw these away because they're gross the latest candidate for texas attorney general yes another bush george p bush went down a rabbit hole over the incident calling it disgusting and against the law, and blaming radicalized leftist parents and school administrators who are out of control. Mm. He says, as Attorney General, I will hold our school districts accountable for their failures to protect our kids. I mean, he's got a point. I'm not sure this is the hill he wants to die on when it comes to agendas to well, push his candidacy for Attorney General You're worried about protecting your kids. I mean, yes. they are a form of protection. Yeah. One parent telling Bush he should butt out. And he should have read more about the incident before what she called blowing up over it. Yeah. Well, there you go. She she said, one of these parents, please do not be part of the far right misinformation campaign to Ugh. pander to your base. Jeez. See, once again, both of these extremes need to shut the F up. 
<laughs> See, this is pardon why. my French. No, no, no. That's well, first of all, that's not actual French. <laughs> but then, secondly, you know, I mean, listen. Okay, so like condoms maybe got into the hands of kids. Mm-hmm. If you're an adult, you take the condom away from the kid and you give him a circus peanut and say, "Okay, son, move along." Right. Clip number two. Yes, from Elon Musk, Tesla owner, and I guess. Twitter CEO, or at least trying to become on his way owner of Twitter. This is some interesting uh, revelations from Mr. Musk here on a podcast. For sure, it would be very problematic if I was consuming billions of dollars a year in personal consumption, but that is not the case. In fact, I don't even own a home right now. Huh? I'm literally staying at friends' places. I what? If I travel to the Bay Area, where most of Tesla Engineering is, I, I stay in my. I basically rotate through friends. Spare bedrooms. Huh? I don't have a yacht. I, I really don't take vacations. So hmm. it's not as though there's um, that my personal consumption is is high. I mean, the one exception is a plane. But if I don't use the plane, then I have less hours to work. So there's a deadbeat. Yeah. <laughs> the takeaway there: Elon Musk does not own a home. He's homeless. Is he like pushing a cart full of tin cans around, looking to get the the deposit back? Wow. This is a shocker to me. Well, see, this, but this is how you become a multi-billionaire. I guess. By not spending your billions. Yes. He could spend his billions, but he's not really spending his billions. Well, other than the few billions it'll take to buy out Twitter. Yeah, no yacht, but he does have a plane. He's got that going for him, which well, is nice. He's got to get around. Sure. Clip number three. A USFL football player recently got fired. Now, the USL, USFL made its comeback over the weekend. Yes. First time since 1986. This guy, I believe a member of the Pittsburgh Maulers, his name, Deveon Smith, was fired for being disrespectful in the lunch line because a staffer was serving the team chicken salad and he wanted pizza instead. Here's a clip from the USFL player, and the coach who fired him. Any disrespect of football or members, staff, USFL, hotel, etc., would not be tolerated. I didn't say anything disrespectful. I don't eat chicken salad. And I was like, is there another option? Walked in with pizza, and I was like, can I get a slice of pizza? He said no. He said, is that going to be a problem? I said yes. Well, I appreciate you sharing that, but the matter is done. That is Coach Kirby Wilson of the Pittsburgh Maulers and the player he fired, Deveon Smith, a running back, because he violated the team's code of conduct by being disrespectful to a lunch worker. <sighs> that's the that's like some real Antonio Brown type of stuff, isn't it? <laughs> Imagine like that's probably why Antonio Brown can't get a job. Maybe. Disrespectful to the lunch crew. Yeah. All he wanted was some pizza. He doesn't eat chicken salad. Yeah, it's he, chicken he, salad day. He wanted he wanted a replacement. Yeah, yeah. These guys have been working on the chicken salad all day, and all you can think about is you. What stuns me is that the USFL thought this was an important enough story about their league to issue an official release about this story. Really? Well, you think you're going to succeed as a league, and this is what you're throwing out there? Nobody expects the uh, the USFL uh, when <laughs> the useful or the useless to uh, to go very far. But you know, nevertheless, you fire a guy, you want to show some proof of why you fired him, mm-hmm. not just a he said he said type of thing. I guess. Well, good luck to the USFL if this is the only news story that you see worthy of release. And clip number four from. 
Former Oingo Boingo star. I know you can identify with that. Yep. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. At Coachella with he and his band doing a classic from TV. So, if you're a Coachella fan and you're selling out, I don't know, how much money for a you ticket know. to that event, are you liking this or not? It's his most famous work. Absolutely. Wait, wasn't there weird science? Wasn't that Oingo Boingo? This has been on television for 30 years. <laughs> I know, right? This is his biggest hit. So he had to do it. Is that what you're saying? I think it's fantastic <laughs> that he did it. I mean, if this is the way he starts off his show, I'd say, now, now we're in for a good treat. Hell yes. Absolutely. Danny Elfman, live at Coachella this year. Coming up next, the 102-second sports on Rock 102. The following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. It is 8 o'clock on Rock 102. We're going to have some rain this morning, and if it's not done already, it's going to be by mid-morning. Highs near 50 today, mid-50s for tomorrow. The weather is brought to you by... Serve you locksmiths. They got a key for that. St. James Avenue, Springfield, or serveyoulocksmiths.com. Here's your 102 second sports on Rock 102. Boston Marathon yesterday. The winners, Perez Jepchirchir on the women's side. And another Kenyan, hard to believe, Evans Chabet on the men's side. Congrats to everyone who took part. Meantime, in baseball, the Twins beat the Red Sox on Veterans Day, the early game at Fenway, an 8-3 win for Minnesota over Boston. The Sox hosting Toronto tonight at Fenway. Congrats to Hampshire softball star Hannah Wodecki. Went 4-4 four for four yesterday and achieved the 100-hit milestone in her career with Hampshire. That was in a loss to Wachusett 7-2. In hockey, the Bruins are at St. Louis tonight at 8. You can hear it on our sister station, Laser 98.5. And the Thunderbirds are on the road this week, home against Wilkes-Barre Scranton this Saturday night. In basketball, Marcus Smart, named Defensive Player of the Year in the NBA. Bax will have more on that coming up in just a few minutes in his view from the couch. And in football, welcome back, veteran cornerback Malcolm Butler, returning to New England for round two. Butler saying... Coach Bill Belichick reaching out to him about a potential reunion. Belichick luring Butler with a new contract, his choice of either chicken salad or pizza, and plastic Easter eggs filled with... With condoms. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, here's something pretty cool. While the Boston Celtics are ready to spank the Brooklyn Nets in Game 2 tomorrow night of their Eastern Conference playoff series, the league announced that Marcus Smart was named the NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Pretty sweet, right? Sure it is. The dude is a one-man defensive wrecking crew beating forward Michael Bridges of the Phoenix Suns by as many as 55 votes. That's outstanding. And we're all pretty excited to have you playing here for the Celtics rather than somewhere else against us. But here's the really interesting part about this Marcus Smart business. Marcus is a guard. And there's not been another guard to have been named as the NBA Defensive Player in the Year in 26 years. That's right. I said 26 years. 
Last time a guard was the Defensive Player of the Year was during the 95-96 season when the award went to Hall of Famer Gary Payton when he was still playing for Seattle, back when Seattle still had a professional basketball franchise. In other words, while the award typically gets given to anybody else, Marcus Smart stepped up and became the first point guard to win in almost 30 years and the last shooting guard to win it with some dude named Michael Jordan in 1988. Look at it this way. Since Gary Payton won in 96, the Defensive Player of the Year award uh, was won by a center 19 times. You've had three small forwards and three power forwards who have won the award too, but yet this year, Marcus Smart of the Celtics, a point guard, winds up winning instead. And frankly, that's really saying something. It says either Marcus played some pretty damn good defense or it says everybody else in the league didn't. Personally, I'm going to go with the first option as I wait for game two tomorrow night at the Garden. But hey, the my Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Every profession has its rules of thumbs for painters, and the big rule is never buy cheap paint. It's no bargain at all. Professional painters know this, and they prefer Benjamin Moore paint. But don't go to the big chain stores. Benjamin Moore only sold at independent retailers like, like Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's uh, 811 and Thin Lizzy. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. One of the songs that they played for dancing at my son's wedding this past Saturday night in Jersey City. Actually, Hoboken, to be exact. Yeah, they played Thin they played Lizzy. Thin the, Lizzy for, the, for dancing? The boys are back in town. People out there loving it. Dancing, that's, uh, bopping around. That's not really a dance song. I didn't think so. You know, when I think a dance song, right? I'm thinking of, you know, something with a... You know, with a pounding beat or something. I, it's got a rhythm. It's got a rhythmic beat to it. There, yeah, I, 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 I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Um, think about. It's not just weddings. It's just in in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not uh, what you would call, at this point in my life, a skilled dancer. I, nor me. I never have been. I uh, I, I, got, I, got, uh, I got roped into. I'm not, I'm not a really. Uh, I'm not really proud of this but in high school i joined the school chorus Mm -hmm. to meet girls okay um it was an abject failure i met girls but i didn't meet girls you know what i'm saying it's better than not meeting girls at all i guess i got to know the girls but but in doing so the girls got to know me and as a result (laughs) it didn't it i didn't fare very well in that department you and i are a lot alike i think i'm the same way and i joined a production of west side story sure so i could meet girls, girls. and and, right. and i had to dance with them during the production of west side story i was horrible at it as i look back on that experience i wish i could find the girl who was my dance partner in west side story and apologize to her about how bad i was yes yeah, so, so so i so here's where i'm going with this thing mm-hmm uh, because I was a part of the school course, mm-hmm. uh, and there were so few boys in this course, right. I mean, it, was, it was like 10 boys and 40 girls. And what kind of voice did you have, by the way? Where were you in the scale there, in the musical scale? Were you a basso um, profundo, or were you an alto? Uh, where, where were you? I, I was a uh, alto famunda. No, that's, was, a, was, I, I, that's a new category. I gotta look that one up. 
no, I, I was like a, I, I, I was kind of like a baritone. I could slip between bass and and uh, and tenor without too much of a problem. Nice. And if I felt like screwing around, I'll, I'll you know sing the alto parts just because I was bored. Or, anyway, or if you want to be a soprano because you always have. Why I, you, be- you know what? Hey, that's mm-hmm. right. All I need is a tracksuit and some Johnny cakes, <laughs> and I'm all set to sure, go. Sure, sure. But uh, because there were only ten of us mm-hmm. boys there. Yep. Uh, there had been a long-standing tradition of this song and dance troupe. Okay. And I got roped into doing it one year. Oh, nice. And was there a name for that troupe, too? Or yeah, and I don't remember. In all fairness, I don't remember the name okay. of the troupe. But it, right. we we would, uh, you know, we would go to, like, uh, old folks' homes and oh. perform. And, you know, we all had to wear the same matching outfits. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this, if you can try to imagine this, you know, I was a... Uh, you know, a stocky young lad. Right. Um, it was bright red polyester pants, mm-hmm. a white puffy shirt, and an ill-fitting bright red vest. Now, when you say a, a puffy shirt, it's sort of a, a pirate shirt or the kind that uh, the frilly type that Austin Powers would wear? Let's just say- Back in the sig- 70s? It was a shirt with significant sleeves. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so our job was to uh, to dance- and sing for the old people, and you know they would just sit there and you know you know drool and clap uh, like you know real slow like oh it's like like it's so little time left to live. And, and thank uh, you for like, reducing th- our lifestyle th- even longer. Thanks for bringing these untalented youngsters to the home, and uh, and 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 that's what would happen. Oh, it's such a shame. There's no video. There's, there's evidence is, of this. This, this is almost. Be- it's not before the age of video, but yeah, you're absolutely right. There probably is video out there. I Ooh. hope to God no one ever unearths that because it's awful and uh and i i found a way uh to finally quit and mm-hmm. say i can't i can't do this anymore i'm just right? i'm not designed for this yeah and there was a guy uh named greg who was our choreographer mm-hmm. now greg is the kind of guy that you would expect would know a thing or two about choreography is actually very good i understand very very talented guy say no more i don't need to say anymore but it's just you know he's the kind of guy gotcha. love dancing yes. love show tunes yeah. and love teaching everybody their steps gotcha so anyway uh i'm joining this thing and i realized then and there i don't like dancing <laughs> i don't like it yeah i mean I, I i love music yes you know i love rhythm yeah you know, i play drums I could, you know, you would think, well, why couldn't you apply that natural rhythm to dancing? Mm-hmm. Because I feel stupid when I do it. I do too. And I'm at a concert. I love like bouncing around, you know, like just kind of, you know, like moving a little bit, but while seated or yeah. maybe standing, but I don't really dance and I'm a horrible dancer. So not only did I realize I didn't like it, I just realized I look stupid. Not Elaine Bennis stupid, just but- plain stupid. Like a dry, uh, like a dry heave set to music. Yeah, and my I think my moves are kind of stuck in the seventies too. Like I, I, there's no way I could be able to update my moves. We uh, a couple of years ago, uh, my wife and I went to Soul Caribe uh, downtown. Mm-hmm. Not exactly a club that wouldn't you'd necessarily uh, see us in, right? But, uh, we were there and with some friends and uh and jenny wanted to dance mm-hmm. now jenny's not much of a dancer but you know you're 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 in the mood sure. and 
you know, uh, what have you, and I'm dancing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm dancing. She said, stop that. <laughs> we're, like, we're, she could, like she could tell that my moves were every bit as yeah. uncomfortable to look at as yours. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. I would take dance lessons with my with my partner, no, though. No. I, I would do that to learn the elegant way of <sighs> dancing. You know, I would learn that. My best it, my best friend from high school yeah? um, is the kind of guy that when he, when he goes to to do something mm-hmm. he jumps into it like a sure. thousand percent sure and then one you know, one day he decides you know what i want to do i want to learn how to tango yeah yeah and uh, scent of a woman second time it's come up today and he's like really into tango yeah and he does it because to meet girls okay you know but right. that's the thing he's doing it and now he's like one of the best tango Guys in all of uh, Washington, D.C. See, there you go. And when you can do a, like a formal portion of a dance move like that, you really impress the girl. Because they love it when they see a guy that can do that kind of thing. The only dancing that I've ever done in public where I felt like I was I was in my element. Mm-hmm. I, like, I could, okay, I could actually do this. Right. And it doesn't apply to every situation where mm-hmm. dancing happens. Uh, was probably when I was in college, and we go to like hardcore shows, and we yep. get, get into a mosh pit, <laughs> yeah. and like uh, you know, you know, throw you know skinheads over our over our back, and you know, st- you know, stomp on them. I mean, th- that's the kind of dancing I could do. I Slam felt, dance with each yeah, other. I, yeah, I felt totally sure. comfortable in that arena. I get it. But I, but uh, to apply that, say like at a wedding. Yeah. You don't want to start a mosh pit at a wedding. Yeah, no. Chicken dance you can do at a wedding. I, I'm, I'm okay at that. They also did dance to tequila. They did the Pee Wee Herman dance out on the dance floor this past weekend at my sure. son's That's I'm, I'm okay with that. I can't do the line dancing. That's very confusing Oh, I'm terrible at line. You know, oh, God. Yeah. There's nothing I hate more than mm-hmm. being, you know, having somebody grab my hand during a line dance and said, well, what do I do? Just follow along. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. Square dancing looks totally stupid. I'm not doing that. So that leaves me with maybe just learning a, a basic box step. And I would take lessons with my lady friend to do that. <laughs> and as a, you know, you know, I'm dating again here. So I guess that would be something I would consider doing. Oh, a basic box step. I would like to do that and learn that before I die. I thank, every, I thank God every day mm-hmm. that you know, I, I did not... Uh, find myself with a woman who loves dancing yeah I thank oh my god yeah we are so well matched in so many ways <laughs> yes. that may be the primary reason that i fell in love she's not going to take me <laughs> dancing more than just a handful of times in my lifetime yeah that may have to be my goal while i'm dating right now is to find that woman who also can't dance or doesn't want to you know what that would be a perfect thing to put on like a like yes. a tinder profile yes. yes i don't dance don't ask right don't even ask me all right fair enough it's 820 with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. This spring, Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 828 and Tom Petty with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Well, I just had a manhood affirming incident upstairs here at the radio station a few moments ago. We were talking about dancing a few minutes ago and, um, you know, I can't really dance. But I was saying, you know, it's the kind of thing I would do. I would learn how to box step, for instance, to impress a woman. Right. Well... I was called into action a few moments ago by the ladies upstairs. No kidding. Something in the ladies' bathroom right up the stairs there that they couldn't handle. What's up there? Huge bug in the corner of the bathroom. Oh, really? Yes, and they literally begged me to go in there and rescue them and remove the bug and flush it, which I did. They couldn't do that? Nope. They, what, Again, kind of, what kind of bug are we talking about? Like a tarantula? Or yeah, a- yes, a very large spiderish looking thing lurking in the corner there. 
Really? Yeah. And you uh, you uh, very bravely, courageously, cavalierly killed it until it was dead yes. and then flushed it down the toilet. I did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it made me feel like a man. Wow. Like I bet it did, uh-huh. babe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, ladies, for allowing me to do that. You are like a hero. Um <laughs> Well, I, I don't, I don't. You'll have to tell me uh, which one of the ladies upstairs was was uh, was struggling the most. That's uh, that's something to know. But uh, uh, well, shall you, I say it pu- publicly live? No, right no, now? no, no, no. You know, you don't need to embarrass them. Uh, you know, publicly. I mean, we can, you know, you know let's be yeah you know, right about it. I mean, you can tell me off the air, and okay. then, uh, and okay. then uh, well, I can mock them mercilessly uh, on, on my own time. Fair enough. Yeah, I should have to embarrass them publicly. I mean, please. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. Now, here's your Western. Just about 8.34. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. So we had some heavy rain overnight and through the early morning hours here this morning, and this, according to the National Weather Service, a bit of a warning in case you're driving west toward New York State. A band of heavy snow passing through that portion of the eastern United States, partially the Berkshires, and so a warning for Massachusetts drivers heading west. You could come into some slippery roads and some significant snowfalls, not just in the Berkshires, but west of there into New York State. Yeah, so if you're driving uh, westbound on the pike, don't. Yeah, and and by the way, this is serious. Residents of upstate New York projected to see as much as, are you ready, a foot of snow (sighs) through tomorrow morning. You know, uh, we've all seen this. Yeah. We all, we all get all fat and giggly thinking that, okay, we're out of the woods. Right. Time to put the snow blowers away and, you know, close up that big bag of ice uh, you know, ice melt, mm-hmm. put our shovels away, and then all of a sudden, Bob, boom, it hits you. One last storm. Yep. We've had a pretty mild winter sure. when it comes to snow. I think I've only used my snow blower twice. Yep. And the second time... It was a little questionable whether I needed to use it at all. So uh, I hope to God we don't get a big snowstorm here. We're, uh, we're not, we're not going to be part of this one. Uh, it's warm enough here that it would just be rain, and it's done raining in this portion anyway. But the region I just described, upstate New York, central New York, could see as much as one to two inches of snow per hour Ugh. through tonight. So, God. again, if you're heading west on I-90, be prepared yeah, or for just, that. Or just don't. Don't do it. Man. Turn it's around, like, go east. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm looking at some of these maps, and it looks horrifying to me. Don Shipman, who hailed from Utica, which is where I came from just recently, Don Shipman's leaving. He's going south. He's heading to Atlanta. The 22 news anchor who moved from Utica to Springfield a couple of years ago ahead of me is leaving for a reporter gig with the CBS television crew in atlanta georgia i mean think about that the jump from springfield massachusetts to atlanta yeah he's he's not going to be an anchor no but uh that's a huge jump yeah like market 100 to i don't know market number 11 or something like that i was i think it's maybe higher than that yeah atlanta that's a huge yeah huge leap so congratulations to don shipman now again uh you know don is the guy that replaced the legendary Mr. Barry Krieger, mm-hmm. and as you, uh, I mean, I don't know if you ever experienced this in your own career, but I mean, can you imagine you know, filling in for a guy who had been in that seat for years and years and years and sure. years? <laughs> what that must, 
be like? I, I mean, that's got to be a, a huge burden. Well, not just filling in, but then replacing yes. a legend like oh. that. No, I got no idea. No yeah. concept I, of what I, that would be like. Who does? Yeah. Who, who does have that uh, kind mm-hmm. of thing? But I also mentioned this before, too, mm-hmm. that uh, if you're looking for a replacement, right? it's only two uh, two words that come to mind. Rich Tedeberg. I had memorized it already. I was ready to deliver it myself. Yeah. Well, uh, again, I uh, l- you know let me be let me be the one to say it first, and I think I was Tedimer, Rich Tedimer. Are you that secretly ch- his agent? Is no, that, are I'm you not, getting seven percent of this or I'm what? I'm not his agent. I wouldn't even say that Rich Tedimer and I, I are you know particularly close. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that you know the guy has earned the. I think he's earned the position, having anchored in the mornings for. God knows how long. Right. Ever since they took him off sports, he's been anchoring news, and the dude's been solid. Well, Rock a, solid. And in a way, he's not replacing the legend, Barry Krieger. He he's already the, is the legend. Well, that's not, what I'm telling you. Well, not only that, he's the guy replacing the guy who replaced the legend. Yeah, that's, which is always, the way, that's where you want to be. You don't want to be that guy right. that replaces that guy. You want to be that guy that replaces that guy that replaced that guy. Yeah, That's exactly. the best position yes. to be in. The, the second guy in, so to speak, which is... Why couldn't that be my situation? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. You're, you seem to be personalizing this pretty hard there, Dave. I'd relax if I were you. Damn it. Hey, congratulations to Andrew Ortiz. He got about a half a million dollars in college scholarships from 17 to 20 colleges, part of the Springfield Promise Program within the Springfield Public School System, and he's a senior at Roger L. Putnam High School. The Springfield Promise Program, serving every high school and its students in the district under the direction of Dr. Yolanda Johnson, the Executive Officer for Student Services of Springfield Public Schools. That's awesome. So every year one particular student is recognized. This year it's Andrew Ortiz, accruing $518,588 in scholarships. Fantastic. But again, he's going to have to choose because that's the total from the 17 or 20 colleges who, who are seeking his, you know, his participation. But, you know, so, I mean, you'd have to do the math. Are these, like, full boat scholarships that he's uh, I, getting in? Yeah, but, well, these days, a half million dollars might get you four years at a school. Maybe, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. But, anyway, congratulations to Andrew Ortiz. Still great. Mm-hmm. Good for him. The Conservation Commission in Westfield reviewing plans for a new administrative building for the wastewater treatment plant at 149 Neck Road. And as a result, the current plant with unhealthy air quality will be replaced, according to the State Board of Health, something they can't decide on for the Roderick Ireland Courthouse. Apparently, it's going to happen in Westfield at the Municipal Wastewater Treatment Plant. So good news well, there. The difference is these are these are two facilities managed by different things. Mm-hmm. So like the courthouse is managed by the trial court. Sure. So it's up to the, tri- the trial court to decide whether or not they want to take a wrecking ball and mm-hmm. knock down that awful courthouse. Sure. As opposed to this wastewater treatment facility, that's a different entity making that choice. So that's so that's why you can have one uh, contaminated mm-hmm. building and not the other. Our contaminated building just remaining the same, by the way, here well, at Rock only, 102. That's only just a small portion of it that's contaminated. Right. The rest of it's just falling apart. It's just the port that we work in. Boston's Logan International Airport had to be evacuated over the weekend after a suspicious item was discovered. Mass State Police saying the suspicious item was a PlayStation device. 
Really? Yes, it had a, quote, degraded condition caused by age or damage, according to the police statement. The damage caused abnormalities when it was x-rayed. So they had to take it out of commission and put everything on hold at Logan on Sunday, all because of a PlayStation. That seems to be a little bit of a jump on the gun thing, isn't it? Well, I don't, I don't agree. I mean, I think you can't be too careful with the TSA and their duties. I mean, I, I'll, I'll go through anything to make sure that the flight is safe and but that there are no pl- problems at the airport. But for a PlayStation? Yes. Really? Well, well, I mean, look, I suppose if you're a terrorist, you could trick somebody mm. by rigging up a PlayStation to look like a normal PlayStation. It could be dangerous. I give him credit for sniffing the whole thing out to make sure it wasn't a problem. I recently saw a TikTok video, and I don't know if it's real or if it was just a big setup, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a woman going to uh, the TSA checkpoint, yep. and they need to open her carry-on luggage. Right. And so uh, she goes through, and she takes her shoes off, and you know, the bag travels through the, uh, the x-ray machine, right. and uh, the TSA agent says, we need to open this thing up and take a look inside. Mm-hmm. And of course- the woman is already. She already knows what's coming. She already knows she's going to be. Uh, this is this is not good. They open it up, sitting right there on the top, on top of all of her clothes, is a gigantic sex toy. Uh huh. I saw that coming. Yeah. Now huh. you you can imagine. Mm-hmm. You I I I mean I don't know how you would feel, but I would be I would be mortified. Yeah. If uh, my traveling companion uh, put their sex toy <clears throat> in their carry on luggage, to me that is the kind of thing that should be. In checked baggage. Not to mention, not to mention, if my own sex toy were—I mean, no. What I meant to say was, yes, my partner. Yeah, that was it. Well, it, it was the kind of toy that would typically be used yes, by—I got it—a sex, uh, a, a, another, a, a partner. Yes. As opposed to something that I would use. Yes. I'm just saying. But can you imagine mm, the embarrassment of can't, something like that? Yeah. I'd almost rather have a gun. Yeah. Well. Yeah, even though you do time for the gun, probably you I don't do, do time. Ti- you don't do time for the sex toy. I don't yeah, but think. you know everybody else in jail would love that story. Yeah, they would. I'm, I'm sure by you know, by the time <laughs> my time is served, I will have those guys in the palm of my hand. You want to hear that story again about the uh, the dildo and the and the, uh, <laughs> and the American tourister? You ready for this? By the time you get to Phoenix, she'll be she'll crying. be vibrating. <laughs> Scientists at the University of Michigan have found an inventive way of getting rid of liver tumors for good. Studying animals showing that non-invasive sound technology effectively destroys up to 75% of the cancerous mass. No kidding. Sound. Hmm. As is, as in the kind of stuff we're engaging in right now here on the radio, I guess. Well, you've, uh, I don't know if you are aware of this, but there are a lot of... Uh a lot of places now doing uh, like sound, uh, you know, sound treatments for things like kidney stones. Well, where you know yeah. they, the 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 sound impulse breaks up the kidney stone, and you're able to pass it a whole lot easier than if you're you know shooting out uh, you know Chinese throwing stars out of your joint. Right. In the current study, over eighty percent—that's eight zero eighty percent of mice exposed to targeted sound waves did not show any evidence of their tumors coming back. So how about that? That's wow. really good news, I think. How about that? Yep. Just when you think that uh, you've heard it all when it comes to science, something else intervenes. The weather for today, highs near 50 with the rain pretty much ending, but again, heavy snow west of us toward New York State. So don't go there. It's 844. 
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.52 and Motley Crue in Rock 102. I'm still quivering after that. I'm not sure I can even give the weather forecast. Okay, sure I'll try. It's about 50 for the highs today. The rain is done, but it's snowing like the bejesus west of us into central and upstate New York. Everybody has got a project they want to finish, and sometimes it is a dream home improvement. Sometimes it's absolute necessity because your house is about to fall over and break. Rock 102 wants to help you get that project done with Pick Your Project, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. You can win $2,500 in cash, which you could use for updating your kitchen from Cowles Building Supply, concrete and masonry work from KF Construction, carpentry, repairs, and maintenance from Home Pro Handyman, or electrical work from Lyle Electric. If you want to win $2,500, it's as easy as going to rock102.com and signing up. One winner chosen at random. Uh, pick your project brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. Visit them at DaveMinerRoofing.com and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. He's a Florida man after our own hearts here, Bax. He's a guy in Lake County, town of Groveland. Apparently, he went shirtless and broke into a closed restaurant and helped himself to some desserts. Really? Yeah. Deputy, there- deputies say a security camera showed 42-year-old John Castor burglarizing the Red Wing restaurant. Restaurant's owner told police that this guy broke into the restaurant through a back porch screen. He had a small dog and a backpack with him as he ate a cobbler dessert out of a pan. I gotta tell you, cobblers are awful good. Well, he not only did that, but he left the restaurant on a bicycle. And when they finally caught up to him, they found a stainless steel pan filled with the cobbler the remainder of it a uh-huh. lot also a lava cake and a large tub of vanilla ice cream the items stolen from the restaurant worth almost two hundred dollars according to the report so i'm on their website because i uh you know i'm as curious as anybody sure. else mm-hmm. and i gotta tell you this is like a this is like a like a almost like a like a hometown type of you know comfort food place mm-hmm. and uh homemade cobbler Apple, cinnamon, blueberry, cherry, and peach cobbler. Yep. By the way, Thursday is burger night, and they got prime rib Fridays mm. and Saturdays. Well, there you go. Worth uh, worth stopping by off hours and stealing some stuff. Yeah. I mean, I mean, attending the restaurant during normal hours and paying for it. That's what I meant to say. I used to go to a place many, many years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they had one of those you know dessert cases, mm-hmm. you know, where uh, the desserts are all sitting there and they're all. Like you know, revolving in a circle. Yep. And you and and every oh, yeah. every dessert looks you know more fabulous than the next. Sure. And it, they specialized in pie. Mm. Oh God damn yep. it! I love pie. Yeah. I'm freaking crazy about pie. Yeah. It's no- you, enough to make you want to rob the joint and steal some stuff off hours, right? If I had the wherewithal to mm-hmm. break into that place, grab myself a couple of pies, right? And I not it wouldn't just be one. Like I wouldn't just say, okay, I'm gonna just have like. You know, the apple pie. Right. But I'm going to have like, you know, three or four pies. Maybe not all of them. Right. But I'm going to eat, I'm going to have my share right. of each pie. That may not be the crime of the century, but I got to tell you, sounds pretty damn tempting. <laughs> well, not only that, Bax, you get away with eating all that stuff if you're doing it after hours and you got no witnesses. See, because normally I would be tempted to eat all that pie yeah. while sitting in the restaurant during normal business hours, but I can't do that or else I look like a pig. You go in after hours, you rob the place, you eat all you want, no witnesses. Why do you care what other people think? Why are you so hung up on that? Don't you realize there's pie in this place? You're right. I Nothing guess- should stand between a man and his pie. Good point. Can't argue it. 
friggin' love pie. You win. You win again. I'm not trying to win. I'm just saying. You, know, you think here. I mean, you're you're a, you're a guy. Mm-hmm. You're in. You're in after hours. Sure. You got all these pies rotating on a in a case. And they're just sitting there, and they're saying, "Hey, Dave, yes, eat me." And yeah. I'm you going, you going, how can I not? We are talking about the pies. The pies right? talking to me. <laughs> okay. Eat me again. We're talking about the pies. That, yes, of okay. course, we're okay. talking about. Okay. What are you thinking? We're talking about. I, I just say, I don't know. It's eight fifty-seven with back Stephen Dave and Rock one hundred and two.